if you're doing something creative, you undoubtedly have moments of, well, doubt. And I wonder how do we maintain or at least increase the amount of time we spend creating from that positive space. So one of the things that I do to try and stay in that positive space in general, but especially when I'm working on a creative project is I keep a book close to me. Um, you know, I believe in lots of other things like having a, a coach or having mentors and collaborating with individuals who can share in your vision and your enthusiasm. But recently I've been keeping the book, The Icarus Deception by Seth Godin really close. And I find that on days when I go back to it, even if I just read a small section, I'm in a better place. And, uh, you know, when I skip reading it, I can maybe get down a little bit. So this is a section from the book that I read today that really resonated, and it's called Engineering and Art. Engineering has a right answer. It is a consistent set of best practices and demonstrable proofs repeated again and again until the answer is found. Art has no right answer. Art can work, surely, and it can fail. Art involves the intent of the artist and the reception of the audience. And art involves an unpredictable leap. It's possible that you have an engineering problem. If you do, go solve it. If you have an artistic challenge, though, quit looking for the right answer. Plenty of engineering breakthroughs begin as artistic challenges. The artist sees what hasn't been seen before or has the guts to start with a blank slate. After the artistic leap has been made, the engineers can dive in and optimize and productize the original insight. And yes, even if your job is engineer or direct mail executive or letterpress operator, it's possible and even an obligation for you to be an artist too. So what does this mean? Well, to me, this speaks to a topic I've addressed here on this audio blog of sorts before, and that is perfectionism and realizing that if you're doing something creative, there is no right answer. And no matter what, you're going to feel a little bit of uncertainty. And that's just part of the game, part of the deal. It comes with the, the terrain that you're walking through or venturing into. And um, you have to really internalize that. And it's hard. And uh, again, I forget all the time. And that's why this little trick of just keeping a book that inspires you or speaks to the challenge that you're working through, keeping it really close. And I think that book, uh, just like any resource, can change at different times. So you might have one book that you carry close, keep close, read all the time through a specific creative endeavor. And you might have a different one in, you know, two weeks or when the next project kicks off or at another point in your life. So it's a really simple kind of obvious thing, but I don't know. I've just found that uh, keeping this book close and referring to it all the time 
is really helping me in some of the things that I'm working on and trying to put out into the world right now. So I hope it helps you. And then that secondary lesson from the specific excerpt that I happen to read today, which is just a reminder that art has no right answer. As always, I'm Brady. Thank you so much for listening. This has been The Curse of the Marketer.